B-Pod Studios. The best show ever on 97.5 The Fanatic. On the line right now. Cub does a great job covering the Eagles. We care about him. Yes, he. this is a guy we care about. Covers the Eagles for NBC Sports Philadelphia, Mr. Dave Zangaro on the Comcast Business Hotline. How are you today, Dave? I'm doing well. I can't wait for this game. I, I feel like it should be here already. And yes. <laughs> the fact that we have to wait another day or two is kind of driving me nuts. We're, we feel the same way. We're ready. I'm, in, uh, I'm extra fidgety today. I'm already fidgety. I'm extra fidgety today. Like, I'm ready to get going with this game. We're trying to hold that. Uh, the Eagles, though, it seems like they're getting some good injury news, and there's a possibility that all 22 of their starters will be available, Dave. How the heck did they pull this off? It's unbelievable. And you think back to... I mean, we thought it was bad in 2017, and then we saw 2018 and 2019. I mean, this team had more injuries than we've ever seen. It was like every single important player was going down at some point. So the fact that uh, all 22 are going to play in this game, they have everyone, including Lane Johnson, Avante Maddox, uh, everyone's good to go, which is crazy. I mean, the, the only significant injuries they've had this year that are season enders uh, I mean, they had Derek Barnett early in the season. Since then, it's, it's been pretty light. I know they were without their punter, uh, but I mean, it's it's remarkable that they're going to enter the NFC Championship game with all of their opening day starters. Uh, and getting Avante Maddox back is nice, especially for a team that targets the middle of the field as, as much as the 49ers do. And it's funny, it's you know, the Eagles found something in Reed Blankenship, who's played really well uh, in his absence, and uh, I thought Reed played well against the Giants last week when they tried to target him early, and he bounced back. He had a great game. But now they have some options. I think uh, Blankenship will be out there in the dime package. I, I don't know if they'll rotate anywhere else, but you feel really good about not just the starters, but now you feel pretty good about the depth in the secondary, too. I'm not disrespecting the 49ers defensive front, but you look at what they've done this season. A lot of people are giving them praise as they deserve it. But I just have to go back to this offensive line, Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey. They just don't give up sacks. And it's it's hard for me to think that the Eagles offensive line won't win that battle. How are you feeling? Yeah, they have an advantage there. And it's the way they built this team. It's the way they've tried to build this team really for the last two decades. Plus, I mean, it's, it's you build in the trenches, and you feel good about this offensive line against pretty much any unit in the NFL. They have three pro bowlers, two alternates, and it doesn't get much better than the five that they have out there starting. Now, Lane Johnson is dealing with something, but you couldn't really tell last week. Uh, he played at a really high level. Um, Nick Bosa is great. Nick Bosa is a great player, but he's one player on that line. Uh, they're going to try to move him around. They're going to probably test Lane Johnson early to see if that's the matchup they want. Uh, maybe they'll flip him on the other side of Mylotta. And look, there are probably going to be times where he wins a pass rush. He's the defensive player of the year, probably. So it's going to happen. But uh, throughout the course of the game, I, I think the Eagles have that advantage. I think they can hold up and pass pro. I even think they have a chance to run on them. I know the 49ers are really good run defense, but I'll pretty much take my chances with this O-line against any unit in the league, and that includes the 49ers. I think the big question is, can everybody, including the Eagles defense and the fans, rattle Brock Purdy in this game, especially early on? 
because we do know the communication process between him and Kyle Shanahan in the helmet. Yeah, I'm curious to see just how loud it is at the link. You know, during his stretch as a starter, he has won seven games. Just two of them have been on the road. Uh, and I give him credit. He went to Seattle in a pretty hostile environment and won there. But this is going to be a different animal. And uh, I don't think it's going to win or lose the game, but it's going to help. And in a game where there's so much talent and we think it's going to be a tight matchup, having any advantage is a good thing. And the Eagles are certainly going to have home field advantage. It's going to be crazy in that building on a Sunday. Uh, I was there on the sideline before the NFC Championship game five years ago, and that's as loud as I've ever heard that building. Uh, and it mattered. It mattered that night, and I think it's going to matter on Sunday. And, and I watched Brock Purdy, and I don't want to take anything away from him because what he's done, uh, even if he wasn't the last pick in the draft, has been impressive. He has been good. He's been efficient. But there have been opportunities to make him pay for some mistakes that other teams have not capitalized on. The Eagles have the opportunity. I, I think they're going to be able to get after him with their pass rush. Aside from Trent Williams, I think that's a relatively average offensive line in San Francisco. So they'll be able to get some pressure on him, make him uncomfortable in the pocket. And then there have been opportunities for other teams to pick him off, and they just haven't made those plays. So that's what it's going to come down to. You know, if the Eagles get pressure on him, make him uncomfortable in the pocket, make him make some mistakes, and they make the, make the uh, make him pay on the back end of that, whether it's, you know, a tipped ball is hovering in the air, you got to pick off that pass. You got to, if the ball comes to you on defense, one turnover could make or break this thing. So uh, if you get the opportunity, you can't let it pass you by. The best show ever on 97.5 The Fanatic. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Wondering who made our list of the top five all-time queens of country music? Did Carrie Underwood make the cut? Find out now when you text Queens to 45911 and scroll through the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text Queens to 45911 to see the talented artists who rounded out our top five list. 97.5 The Fanatic. We're speaking to Dave Zangaro, covers the Eagles for NBC Sports Philadelphia. Another thing that's been uh, in my mind that's connected with Purdy is, as good as the 49ers defense is, and it's good, Jalen Hurts is a guy who's literally an MVP candidate, literally a finalist for league MVP, versus a rookie quarterback. And I think that, um, obviously, you've in your writing, you've talked about it. It seems nationally... That's kind of getting lost. That the, there's a huge quarterback advantage, regardless of what you think of Purdy, when you have Jalen Hurts under center. Absolutely, and you know, the, I think overall the talent, the talent first off is insane. These rosters are stacked, uh, and I went position by position the other day, and it's pretty even. It really is in terms of overall talent, but the advantage at quarterback is significant, and I think if you had that advantage. It's almost like a tiebreaker. And I think the Eagles have a lot of these quote unquote tiebreakers in this game, whether it's, you know, Jalen Hurst is a big one over Brock Purdy, just having that quarterback you can really trust. But then there's also the home field advantage. And I feel like they have the better coach for in game situations. Kyle Shanahan is great during the week. His scheme is impressive. The fact that he's here with a rookie quarterback 
tells you all you need to know about his scheme. But there are moments in games where I don't think his game management is up to par. And that's an area where Nick Sirianni, we haven't talked about it, guys, because he's really nailed a lot of these decisions all year. He's freed himself up starting in the middle of last year without having play-calling responsibilities. And it's allowed him to be really good in situational football. So uh, I think it is an even matchup, but you go through it and you say, okay, well, if it's all even, what are the things that could really matter? Turnovers, one of them, but then those tiebreakers I just mentioned, I think matter an awful lot. And I think they kind of lean in the favor of the Eagles a little bit more. We touched on the Eagles injury side of things. How about the 49ers? McCaffrey did practice, but Mitchell is questionable. How will that impact things? Yeah, they would miss Mitchell, obviously, if he can't go or if he's limited. The, the one we're really going to keep an eye on is Christian McCaffrey. We knew all week he was going to play, but if he's not completely healthy, that matters. I mean, he's a special player. We see it um, in his ability to run, his ability to catch the ball, his ability after the catch. And if you take away one piece of all their weapons, it really hurts them because what makes that offense so special is that all those pieces are kind of interchangeable. They can line up McCaffrey out wide in the backfield, Devo here and there, IU. They just move these pieces all around. And if one of those pieces is hurt, it's going to matter in this game. Now, I think he's going to play, but it's something to watch early in the matchup. How healthy does he look? Does he look like the Christian McCaffrey we're accustomed to seeing? Or is he limited? Because if he's limited, then the Eagles are kind of feel pretty good about that. In your eyes, uh, you know, the, obviously the, the Niners have some problems in their, uh, their secondary. Can Pascal or, Wa- or uh, Watkins have a uh, big game here? Yeah, I mean, of those two, I think this could be a Quez game. Um, just because the, the Niners have been susceptible to deep balls. They've, they've given up some explosive plays in the passing game this year. And they are so good in the middle of the field. They have great linebackers, probably the best duo of linebackers in the NFL. They have an all-pro safety. So the middle of the field is a tough place to be if you're the Eagles. But outside, you feel pretty good about that. Chavarius Ward is a good outside corner, very good outside corner. But Diamador Lenore, the other outside corner, is the weak spot. I'm not saying he's a bad player, but clearly the weak spot. So whether it's A.J. Brown against him, or if they travel Ward with A.J. Brown, then I feel really good about Devontae Smith against Lenore on the outside. That's a matchup I'd target quite a bit. But uh, this could be a Quez moment, too. Uh, I, I think he can beat Jimmy Ward in the slot. And if you get him one-on-one, it's not a bad idea to take a shot. The Eagles have taken shots early this year in games, and this could be a moment where they do it again. Because the 49ers, as good as they are against the run, They've given up some chunk plays through the air, and the Eagles had the ability with Jalen Hurst, a good downfield thrower, to make it happen. Well, Dave, we agree with you. We can't wait for this game to get here. We appreciate your time so much. And next week, it'll be interesting. Are we filling time? Are we doing a a post-mortem? I believe we'll be just filling time as we count down to Phoenix. Thanks so much, man. All right, guys. Take care. Appreciate it. That was Dave Zangaro on the Comcast Business Hotline. Covers the Eagles for NBC Sports Philadelphia. He's like us. All right.